Good evening, everyone. I'm Crumbly from the Staggering Stories podcast. Um, upon recording this podcast, it will be my 50th birthday. When <laughs> <laughs> you don't look a day over 51. Oh, bless you all. <laughs> and I'm just wondering what everyone's got in store for me. Hoist <laughs> <laughs> that bit up there. That's it. Up there. Hammer that bit in. Did we get a stripper? Oh, a paint stripper, stripper <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Birthday Crumbly. I'm Asta Man. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I... Had a fall. I didn't have a fall. <laughs> I sir. fell over. There's a he, difference. He had an argument with gravity. You're certainly he had a, bit a battered. fall. I did not have a fall. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> not 50 will. yet. <laughs> no, no, we're not 50 yet. <laughs> Yes, dear listeners, yes, at this very moment of recording the podcast, it's my birthday today, 50 years old and another year nearer my box. A rounding song of Crumbly is old, Crumbly is old, Crumbly is old. Oh, bless you all. You can have your stuff when you die. The head of Pertwee can have company. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Preserve it and stick it on the spike next to him. Mm-hmm. That's it. I see your head on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without further ado, on this birthday celebration, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo! To who? Oh, oh, oh. it to share more online videos. Oh, yeah. Well, snuff, I thought we got banned from those. Well, <laughs> home movies. Uh, yes, really home movies. Yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. <laughs> Doctor Who's current head honcho, Steve Moffat, the vast toffee, Amen. likes to give and is now promised <laughs> more of his special online videos. <laughs> After the success of Pond Life and Night of the Doctor, Moffat is to make us yet more online video content and is to look on it as full-blooded Doctor Who, rather than simply a Cheap spin-off. You're like a Marks and Spencer's <laughs> ad. <advert. laughs> <laughs> Moffat told SFX magazine, We used to treat it as a spin-off that maybe some people would watch. They'd give us some money to do an online thing and I'd say, Right, what crew do we already have? What actors do we already have? What set do we already have? So we'd spend no more money on it at all. Whack it out in a day, pump the money into the TV episode and off we go. But then you suddenly realise something like Pond Life, which we took much more seriously, had an audience of over 6 million. You think, oh wait, that's a TV show. (laughs) I actually think Night of the Doctor is one of the best ones we've done, and I don't think it would be improved by being 45 minutes long. We'll certainly do some more. 
I've been in to talk to the channel controller of iPlayer and say, we need proper money for it. And they're very keen. As I say, why not do an episode that's 10 minutes or an episode that's half an hour? It depends what it suits. Mm. Yeah, bring it on. More Mm. free who. I was going to say, I like the idea. More free who, and it's really interesting, but... Moffat seems to have trouble finding enough time to do Doctor Who as it yeah. is. Is this him spreading himself thinly again? I don't think you can get away with splitting seasons just to make a ten-minute episode. No, no, I'm not no, going to no, take no, that. No. Well, they're back after this world thought. tour to do the Christmas special. Yeah, mm. yeah maybe that, they're fitting still, a couple around then. That is still yet to be in the can, isn't it? I don't think it's even always halfway through writing at the moment. Oh, he must have finished writing it by now. I don't know, but um, certainly he hasn't started production proper. Yeah, pre-production presumably. But. Mm-hmm. Dark Gently, new TV series in the works. Douglas Adams, holistic detective who likes to be known as Dirk Gently, may well be returning to our TV screens in the not-too-distant future. US comic book company IDW, who recently lost or maybe gave up the rights to the Doctor Who comic line, are branching out into television production and have optioned the Dirk Gently books for adaptation. It is being written and executively produced by Max Landis. Of this new project, Landis said, Imagine a playground where you could come down with any mystery. No matter how improbable, convoluted or totally insane, and then, simply by finding the right connections, you could tie it all down to one man, one private eye. If you're familiar with the property, you know there's no freaking rules. Ancient gods? Sure. Larceny and petty crimes? Of course. Extra-dimensional aliens? I mean, probably. As long as you can make it funny, Dirk's on the case. Mm. So it looks like they'll start with it and then expand out into original stories. Maybe, or like the TV series, take ideas and yeah. chop and change them a bit. Who knows, assuming it happens. Presumably it'd be an American production, though. I, I would thought so, yeah. So so it's the same actors in it. And Stephen Merchant. Stephen Mangan. Stephen Mangan. Stephen Mangan. Stephen yeah. Merchant. Stephen Merchant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be Stephen Merchant in the US version. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I doubt it'd be the, the BBC4 lot yeah. at all. Yeah. The Harold Overman cast. Which is a shame. Quite liked what I had there, but um, yeah. we'll see. I bet it'd be American cast. Yeah, I think it probably yeah. will. It's yeah. um, IDW, so they're... They probably only have a small pool. They're, they're partnering with mm-hmm. other companies yeah, to do this. Yeah, so I think they'll probably, as I said, go local because it'll be cheaper yeah. rather than flying British actors. Oh, you never know. Yeah, a I mean, crazy now, isn't it, at the moment? I, I'm willing to admit I could be mistaken, but... A lot of the leading actors out there are Brits at the moment. Yeah. to be American yeah. for some reason. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Very true, yeah. Full British cast, that would be excellent. <laughs> well, it would be. Yeah, it's certainly novel anyway. No pun intended. Mm. <laughs> Doctor Who, more action down under. <laughs> Right. I thought there was no hanky-panky in the TARDIS. Mm, <laughs> that <not>. was in the 80s. <laughs> ABC, broadcasters of Doctor Who in Australia, have announced that the first episode of the new season will be screened at the same time as its UK transmission. Oh, good grief. Mm, what time does that yeah, make exactly. that Australian time? Namely, early morning on Sunday the 24th of August. In Poor the old Aust- Reese. Mm, yeah. In the Australian Eastern Standard Time Zone. Blimey. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, what, s- ten hours? Mm. Uh, if it's on 8 o'clock here, it'd be, what, 6am there? Mm, so, so didn't they do this with uh, the Day of the Doctor? Yeah, mm, yeah. they yes. did, okay. But that's not all. Mm. They'll also get an exclusive half hour interview with Peter Capaldi. What? About it? Him off the telly. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, the 20th of August, in a programme called When Julia Met the Doctor. Mm. 
No simulated orgasms are expected in any restaurant in this programme, <laughs> although host Julia Zamiro is apparently best known for her home delivery service. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. I don't know. <laughs> so what websites have you been looking on? Well, that has so many connotations. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Reese, we want an update. Yeah, mm. we're yeah. Else. We don't know. Even that's not all for our Antipodean friends. They They're, get more? Yeah. They do. They're also sneaking in another round of Doctor Who Symphonic Spectaculars next year. Mm -hmm. Yes. Shortly before it makes it here in the UK, between the 24th of January and the 14th of February 2015, it will visit Adelaide, Perth, Sydney and Auckland. No spoilers, Reese. No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the concert will include specially edited sequences of Peter Capaldi's... Capaldi's. Capaldi. <laughs> Dave, You're doing it deliberately now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. <laughs> just because you think you're birthday boy, you get some form of exemption. Or... No, no, he's going to wait and he's going to get you when you least expect it. <laughs> Debut as the 12th Doctor and will be hosted by the Doctor himself, Peter Davison. Mm. Oh, is he the 12th Doctor or is he the 13th Doctor? Because the World Doctor was a Doctor. Yeah, he's I think officially the 12th. he's 12th, yeah. isn't official, he? He's the official yeah. 12th. Yeah. Yes. 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 I have an addendum. <coughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, what, what is your addendum? Dum, dum, dum. Apparently, I have mm -hmm. read this on a BBC website, but I can't find the link. <laughs> it must be true, then. Yeah. Mr <laughs> Peter... Capaldi. Oh, okay. Oh, well done. Signed the contract for his second season. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because yes, yes, yes. there were rumours floating around a few months ago that he was going to only do one season. Yeah. I never believed it. But I, I think I'm, that was more from some fans who were upset at the idea of him being the Doctor, being his age. They thought that maybe he would just be a caretaker Doctor. Yeah. Uh, mm. The fact is, he's a fan. Yeah, he's got yeah, his dream well, job. He would have to be do pretty seriously year. bad behind the scenes for him to quit. Yeah, yeah we'd be lucky yeah. to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to yeah. have to prize him out with a crowbar. I'm just yeah. wondering, how this would this stand for Masketeers? Because they've got second season well, of that's it, I mean, coming up, haven't they? Presumably he's going to have to be written out or mm. have a very small role. He might be able to do a bit after Christmas. Special. Yeah. yeah, I think, well, the very final episode of the first totally season of Musketeers, he was told, go away and don't come back. Which is very strange because ah. he's the main villain from uh, Vishlavu, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cartoon series. Yeah, he'll, yeah. Just, yeah, he'll <laughs> just turn up in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. twiddling his moustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose it's very much, yeah, it depends on his filming schedule and such. Yeah, I suppose he could screen a little bit. Mm. Operate through minions. If they're not screened yes. at the same time, they might be filmed while one's showing, one's being mm. filmed. Yeah. So I think it could fit in around that. You might be able to get a few weeks in. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, sort of, he was a very hissable cardinal. Richelieu, yeah, yeah, mm. in, in that black leather. Yes, he was doing a lot of swishing with his cape yes. as well. Yeah. Yes, and he, he did like his young ladies, didn't he? <laughs> oh, good grief, yeah. Just yeah. entertaining him. The complete him. opposite Uphold. to his new Uphold. doctor. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Upholstered. Yes. They, the they were well upholstered. <laughs> upholstered. <laughs> we have to keep an eye on him and see if he starts growing a goatee. Yes. We have to stick on that. Any more addendums? No. 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 We are addendum now. Lighter addendums. Yes. As it was, was and is Crumbelay's birthday, mm. we have been watching his best love film, <laughs> What He Has Asked Us All To Watch, whether we liked it or not. What is what we watch? <laughs> what is what we watch? <laughs> I remember what we were strapped in with the things holding your eyes We open. was. Yeah. I, I used an hour to pay to watch it because <laughs> of Amazon's stupid yes. way of charging and what yeah, films are free. Silly, but apparently the new version of this was free... But the original one wasn't. Mm, yeah. we, we've been watching Tron. I was going to say, yes. what was this that we have been watching that you watched? Not Tron Legacy. No, the Tron. original Tron. Tron. The original, mm, you yeah. might say.
as usual, it was my first time. Oh. <laughs> we popped, popped your, your cherry a lot of times. Like <laughs> you keep popping your cherry somehow. Yeah, oh, lots of different I never DVDs, tire of it. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Give us a, as, as the expert, give us a, as a, a, expert, so, a quick points. plot synopsis. Mm, well, basically it involves... Uh, oh, there's quite a few plot points, actually. Basically, <laughs> no. I shall touch upon the salient yes. points. Uh, you touch you, you. Be careful what you're touching. It's his birthday. He's allowed to touch. Yeah. Well, it's better than touching the pavement. <laughs> I had a fall. <laughs> yes, because you yes. didn't fall down. You had a fall. You fall down. We're going to add a memory has gone. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Hey, what's that you say? With the eighteen. John. Without further ado, now basically it involves a young programmer called Alan Bradley who finds out his Tron program has been appropriated by this uh, corporation called Encom mm-hmm. and he enlists the help of um, an old girl, an old uh, friend of his girlfriend's called, called uh, Kevin Flynn now, who he asks to uh, try and break into the Encom system that's holding his Tron program to ransom but Flynn's attempts are to no avail the dictator of the uh, system sort of draws Flynn into an electronic world where video games are well basically gladiatorial contests you know, of life mm-hmm. and death and it's down to Kevin Flynn with well basically alter egos of people in the real world his girlfriend is Dr Laura Baines Laura Baines mm-hmm. and who plays Yori, Yori. in the mm-hmm. Tron world yes Alan Bradley's alter ego is the uh, programme Tron and um, in a previous incarnation Kevin Flynn's programme was called Clue mm-hmm. who features quite heavily clue. in uh, Tron Legacy and uh, it involves um, Kevin Flynn's um, attempts to escape from the electronic world yeah, all so. while trying to sort of liberate uh, yeah, Tron and liberate v- the system as virtual well virtual reality before the term was coined yeah, yeah. Uh, you could say that yeah living programs was yeah. It? yeah yeah it's sort of based well, on programs are the alter egos of their programmers yeah. mm. what I did notice and re-watching it now it was what is it when was it it was 82 yeah 82, 82. The level of the footage recreates sort of a 1990s graphics. It looked more like um, mm. Return to Wolfenstein sort of level. You could recognise faces, but they were sort of blocky and distorted. Yeah, maybe. The, that's, the, that's real-time graphics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take yeah. And, 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 and I know, and I know that it was, it was all uh, shot in black and white, and the whole thing was virtually hand-coloured in. The, well, the live it, action. I mean, not all the live action. Inside the very computer, much so, yeah. 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 It was all, all I mean, it's all yeah, black backgrounds and yeah it was all coloured colouring was all but so it, it, it yeah. gave the look of this distorted 1990s level mm-hmm. graphics mm. rather than a 1980s level graphics mm. uh, especially mm. when you look at the CGI as well yeah. that they use mm-hmm. that was very 90s yeah yeah it was very it was very cutting edge for its time yeah well I mean there were three companies involved in the animation there was Triple um, I uh, Major and um, oh who's the other one but as, uh, as they were saying because we watched the making of as well mm, yeah Yes. That level of computing, uh, when it, when it was back then, they all had their own programs. So none of these companies were actually talking oh, no, the, together. Yeah, yeah they couldn't dovetail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, as you say, it's all the light cycle scenes, all the recognizer scenes were all sort of shot, yeah, sort of well created uh, individually of each yeah. other. Yeah, there's no integration between the live action, the computer mm. animation, but it don't really notice it. No, no it seems well, to no, fit really. together quite mm. well. It does, yeah, considering they're not compositing live action into computer mm. graphics. It's just this shot is computer graphics. This shot is. Yeah. Yeah. Live action, yeah, pretending no com- to be computer graphics. Yeah, no combination of both. Yeah. And also, uh, again, watching the making, there was a load of tricks, a load of sleight of hands, like um, uh, map paintings and, and screenshots. 
in there with them mm. sort of in the in the small corner and the whole rest is oh uh, yes yeah, like the cubicle hell from yeah. The mm, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and whenever there was a whiteout from all the frames being compressed together oh yeah they mm. just put a sound effect on as if that was a current passing yeah, nearby yeah. Mm, that's it, yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the small little tricks that they use to cover yeah. up the limitations it is an amazing amount of work went into it because I, I just well, assumed that's... that the backlighting was all green screen or something like that but oh, it no. wasn't no it was much <laughs> it was much, much more painful. <laughs> they were so manually each frame hand mm, hand coloured yeah, yeah. yeah and each Several times. frame mm. had a minimum of five to mm. something five like five to seven overlays yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. as I say it's more yeah. wonderfully for Disney it's mm-hmm. more an animated film than a live action yeah. film mm. really because I mean they were going on about how the as you said, some of the cell was coloured in by hand. Mm, well, that's it. Once all the principal shooting was finished, for the actual colouring itself, I had to send, um, well, basically the completed film out to um, Cuckoo's Nest Studios out in um, Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. 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 I have to say, I watched this when it first came out, and I wasn't overly impressed by the special effects when, really? it, fir- okay. when it first came yeah. out. Yeah. They were quite right, groundbreaking at the time, but they just never did anything for me. And mm-hmm. I think part of that, and it's really weird. Looking at it now, I'm actually very impressed by the special effects and I get a lot more of the references. But when it came out, girls, as I was a girl then... <laughs> were you? change. Yeah. <laughs> actually, weren't heavily involved with or encouraged to do anything with computers. At schools, the mm, computers tended that, yeah. to be for the fellas and that, and unless someone bought you one. So a lot of girls wouldn't have got the whole thing about bite yeah. and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. even today. And you look at... Bizarrely. It is, but at least there's a lot more awareness. We actually are allowed to use computers and that yeah. kind of stuff. I mean, these yeah. were... They were boys' toys, literally. But the other thing, looking at it, and this is just purely from a female point of view, and even now looking at it, it's very much a male science fiction story. It's very much made for the boys, where a lot of them nowadays are much more made for either gender. There was one female character. (laughs) Yeah, there was one female character, but the actual storyline... It, it's, it wouldn't be filmed like that and the story wouldn't be portrayed like that, I don't think now to an extent. Well, it wouldn't do. Look at the sequel. Yeah. There, there mm. was several female characters. Yeah. It's and I think that's, test or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And yeah. that, that was at the time one of the things that put me off is that this wasn't a female friendly. I don't mm. mean how, that and how, it was a female yeah, aviating. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, how, how, do you, uh, how do you mean that? Was it, was it the cod pieces that put you off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it's funny you say that because I always assumed that Tron was just about the bike so I never watched it and I had a bike so mm. it didn't... It wasn't. I liked the, the bike yeah. bit. I thought the bike bit no, was the best that, bit because my boyfriend had a bike. When, <laughs> When I watched it for the first time, I was blown away by how how amazing it looked mm. for the time. Mm. And the, the bikes were actually a very small part yeah. of it, which I was really pleased about. I enjoyed... I didn't think it would be very interesting to just watch a load of bikes. I have to say, I enjoyed <laughs> it a far, far better now, watching mm-hmm. yeah. it now, than I ever did when I first watched it. Another thing, the games that were meant to emulate for the time most you had was perhaps uh, the wireframe Star Wars mm-hmm. yep, or yep. wireframe yeah. Tank Attack mm, yeah. 
yeah. or yeah. wireframe asteroid. It was all wireframed asteroid. Or sprite-based. Like, yeah. Pac-Man. Yeah, the, the, the only thing... Space, space invaders. invaders. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, you know, even then, it was a, it was a massive step up from what they were doing. Mm. Well, the recognisers, they were a sort of direct um, copy from our space invaders. Yeah, yeah. Well, they even made... A, he even makes that reference about I shouldn't write so many tank-based games. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, but, I mean, even today, it still looks very unique. It's a film oh, it that does. stands oh, out. Oh, great. Very much so. I think, actually, it looks better than Tron Legacy. Oh, I have yet to see that. Maybe. Should I prepare myself for disappointment? I think because it looks so different to anything else that had been done, and it still yeah. looks different mm-hmm. to anything yeah. that's oh, been yeah. done, whereas Tron Legacy is using really good computer graphics yeah. to oh, try to emulate, like, but mm. it doesn't look that much different to anyone else yeah. could have done. Yeah. If you see what I mean, the, it, it doesn't the, stand out the, quite the, so much. The human faces are pink, are obviously human faces. Mm. In this, as I said, they're sort of black and white and fuzzy. There's, yeah, there's... Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. definition goes that, on that's, slightly. That's, what, that's yeah. what I meant by it seems to be comparable to yeah. 90, a 1990s graphic game like Castle Wolfenstein rather than a live-action film. And I mean, for 1982, mm-hmm. the computer graphics even tried to go 3D, so you were sort of swooping yeah. through the yeah, image yeah, as uh, things were moving towards you well, and that's moving what, away from I mean, you. that's what Stephen Lisberger said in the uh, making of documentary. Using computer animation, they were capable of achieving so many more camera angles yeah. when the recognisers are chasing the light cycles. Mm. Swooping between the legs, for want of a better term, of yeah, the recognizer, no, right. yeah. and down onto the plane where sort of they're making their escape. Yeah, mm. I do. Easy to do nowadays, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do have to point out one thing though: mm. mm-hmm. clues rather camp screwing. <laughs> I think that's more Jeff Bridges. Than it. <laughs> yeah, overacting. Yeah, yeah. 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 he couldn't see what he was working mm. with. Yeah. So, so that, was it a rip-off of Alice in Wonderland or Star Wars or both? I think mm. it was a, a sort of a... I wouldn't call it a rip-off, sort of a hot boiler of a both. Homage. Yes. Yeah. Alice in yes. Star Wars land. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. They yes. clearly were going after that Star Wars demographic. They were yeah. going after oh, yeah. the Star Wars. I know they were very a... disappointed with the results, the box office. Yeah. considering I was one of... but not mm. what they'd hoped. Yeah. 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 And I was one of the Star Wars demographic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite interesting to note. As I said, they're, they're going after Star Wars demographic. There was very little if any gunplay in there it's all sort of sport but they, they, people get eliminated they've got the, they've oh, got got the frisbees, frisbees. It, well, no, yeah the disc battles yeah there, there's no actual gunplay no, as, no. as I say it's very much a boys yeah it's mm. a sports film yeah, yeah. it's a computer programmer's film, all of which were fairly masculine orientated yeah. things at mm. that point. Yeah. It's funny to watch it now and realise all the actors that were in it that have gone on to do other things. So you B5 had a couple of well, yeah, yeah, to look B5. at Babylon 5, huh? yeah. yeah, so we had Boxliner, Jurassic mm. and uh, David yeah, Warner. David Warner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so speak- it is- yeah sorry. Is David Warner the only other man that's thinner than David Tennant? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. That's what Bruce Box- Boxleitner said in the uh, making of yes. documentaries. Or he just said, I've never seen such a skinny person as David Warner. Yeah. And it, it, what made it worse was the 80s shoulder pads in that mm. suit. Yeah. And the yeah. figure they gave him. I mean, Accent which just mm. disappeared very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three versions of his I remember, sort of, <laughs> character. David Warner wasn't the first choice to play Command Program Sark. It was actually Peter O'Toole. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, can you imagine him doing? When he's sober, no. At least when he was drunk, he'd be able to see mm. what he was doing. Well, right. no, I mean, he literally sort of came on to say he looked around. All he could see, as, as you said, was the uh, blacked-out backdrops with the uh, white tape to delineate um, surfaces. 
is. Mm. And he said, where's the tanks? Where's the vast arenas? And he basically sort of threw a hissy fit and walked yeah. off set. <laughs> yeah. Where are the pants? Where are the pants? He probably didn't regret it too much. I don't think anybody really uh, made their career out of this film, unfortunately. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it again with Star Wars eyes. We've got Tron as kind of a Skywalker character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got Flynn, who's definitely a Han Solo character. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. got Sark, who's clearly Darth Vader with the headgear. Yeah, yeah. Just, he just didn't have a face plate. You've even got a layer in there, haven't you? Yeah, somewhat. Well, she's yeah, she's yeah. kind of useless compared to Princess Leia. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. 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 Um, useless she Leia. really is kind of like, we need... As I've used the 80s vernacular, we need a bird to make this film look pretty. <laughs> we, need, we need a bird to <laughs> kiss two of the blokes. That's, yeah. that's yeah. basically and what and she's glow. there Don't forget for. And glowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the MCP is clearly the Emperor. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, back, uh, the, the carrier is a Star Destroyer. Yeah, that, that shot. Yeah, the now iconic over-the-top of the camera shot. Blatant stuff going on there. So, in summing up, what are people's reactions to it? I loved it. I was really amazed seeing it. It's got some really good concepts in there. I think they yeah. could have gone a bit further with some of it. The thing with the laser, I think it would have made more sense if the MCP was behind the creation of the laser. Yeah. Had that try, yeah. try to encroach in reality in some way. Tra- the, t- the matter transmitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there was a yeah. lost opportunity story-wise there with that. But I really liked the idea of AIs. Really sophisticated AIs and this really unsophisticated computer. Yeah. It's muscling on other yeah. programs, yeah. I liked it a lot better about this time around than I did on my first. Mm-hmm. My first, yeah. like I said, it was probably the fact that I was part of the Star Wars demographic. I was expecting bangs, flash, zaps. And you and were it, sober. It, and I was sober, yeah. <laughs> and it, it didn't have it. Mm. But this time round, yes, I, I, I enjoyed it as, mm. a, as a watching piece. I think I probably enjoyed it more this time round. Yeah. A, because I understand and know what some of the references are, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. You know, hand on heart, I, I wouldn't know a bite from a bit back then. I'm not sure yeah. they might know. much about computers, frankly. But, yeah, but at least I, I now have an idea of, you know, some of the references and that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it much more this time than I did when I was a teenager yeah. watching this. And it, mm. as I said, it has been riffed on various programmes to a certain extent yeah. most significantly South Park I think maybe that's why I was so impressed with the film because mm. I had that impression from those programmes that it was just a load of bikes that went in straight lines and corners yeah and that didn't appeal to me at all. Mm. And that's a very small part of the film. Yeah. 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 So have you not seen Legacy, the, the sequel? No, that'll be oh, next, okay. I think. Um, we, we have reviewed it before, but we can... Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, my other it. half was watching it the same time we were watching that. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. They're the, the bikes don't just go straight lines. But no, <laughs> they, do, they do curve around corners. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. My sentiments are you know, about the film. I mean, apart from the groundbreaking um, CGI, though, it was the first cinematic film that used wholesale, wholesale use of uh, CGI. Mm. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes of solid mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Grief, yeah. To me, it captured yeah, so it captured the, the early eighties sort of perfectly. Yeah, you know, where the yeah. digital age was sort of you know, erupting on us all. You know, and the glasses, mm. very eighties. Oh yes. god, yes, <laughs> glasses, oh, yes. Blimey, yeah. really big glasses. Yeah, real Dennis Taylor glasses, <laughs> covering <laughs> half your face. Yeah, no. I have some pictures of me wearing those. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Not of you, but no. It's just, I mean, it encapsulated the early eighties and the mood of it sort of perfectly. Yeah. It really did. Bit of a shame it took so long for him to do a sequel. Yes. 28 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nearly three decades. Because mm. it did well enough. Mm. It, they should have done a sequel earlier. But, but I would definitely recommend it. Mm. Oh, very much so. Lady 
ladies and gentlemen. Because okay. Jean wouldn't do it. Yes. <laughs> because I wouldn't do it. We've we're... casting we're casting our dear Asden man adrift. <laughs> adrift from us all. On my own. All Aww. on his own. <laughs> so what would you take with you in your escape pod? Okay, well, for DVDs, I would go for comedies to cheer me up, being as you've left me on my own. (laughs) So I would go for something sort of adult swimmish. So some of the following. Mm. Venture Brothers, Mm. Robot Chicken, (laughs) including the Star Wars, Sea Lab, (laughs) Uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I'm not even going to try and describe that one. Okay. Yeah, you have to look it up. Is and he speaking English? <laughs> yeah. America, South Park. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yep. only series 10 to 17, because 1 to 9 have been played to death. Ah. So I know them yep. off by yep. heart. Yep. Yep. Okay. Books. Ooh. Either the Dave Gibbons collection of Doctor Who comics, <laughs> because they look pretty, and <laughs> I'd have to go for the black and white ones, yeah. or Tom Baker's autobiography, Who on Earth is Tom Baker? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, it would cheer me up. Mm-hmm. The CDs, I would go The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go 1 to 5, but... It, Failing that, just series one to two. Yeah. That'll do me. Uh, I wouldn't take any big finish. There's too many to choose from. I've just confused <laughs> myself. And my luxury item, oh, yeah. if it couldn't be a tablet with all of my books on it, and there's about 500, then it would be Arthur Darvel. <laughs> <laughs> you naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> Are you sure you want to get rescued? <laughs> no, you can leave me for a little while. <laughs> Why, why am I suddenly sorry, having yeah. a vision of uh, end of a Bond film? Does the escape pod come with a panic button? <laughs> yes, but we're not telling him where it is. <laughs> Excellent. If there was, I would disable it anyway. Yeah. A bit stringy, though, if you have to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be something... No. Don't go there. No, let me show. No. Naughty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're caught in a space-time trap. Oh, no! no. My web! (laughs) (laughs) And we've been watching the same DVD over and over again. We're stuck in a chronic history. We're stuck in a chronic history. We're watching the same DVD at different parts. Yep, from different angles. Upside down, inside out, black and white colour. We've been watching Castrovalva. Yes! Okay, before we start this, I have to clarify for those that do not know. It's Castrovalva, not Castrovolva. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thank you for clearing that. Okay, any time. Castrovalva... <laughs> totally yeah. unnecessary. Is, a, ...is an Escher print. Yes. yes. And yes. is just the mountain... Yes. ...with the village on top. Yes. That is the Escher mm. print of Castrovalva. Yes, which is what, what the village is based on. Yeah, that's we, do, we do get a shot. However, a shot. Yeah. Yes. the inside, which everyone 
who doesn't know that, thinks is Castrovalva, is one of two paintings. One is called Relativity. I have that one. Yes. And one is called yes, Convex yes. and Concave. And looking at the architecture in Castrovalva, I would say it's the Escher print Convex and Concave. The one, is it Ascending and Descending? Which is yep. all about both, stairs. Yeah, both yeah, of yeah, them, um, Relativity and Convex mm-hmm. and Concave, both have the stairwells that go down on each other and up yeah. and around. But basically, the outside, the inside, and all the rest of it, the whole look of the place is based on MC Escher's prints. Yes, yes, that's where the idea came from. Okay. The realisation, I'm not quite sure they pulled it off. Okay, so give us your four episode rundown. Oh, yes, uh, for each episode, I read a couple of comments. Oh, yes. As I was watching it. (laughs) Yes, come on then. So, episode one, destruction of old costume. Yes. I'm picking up a new one. Shall we point out to people who don't know, this is Peter Davison's first story. He has just regenerated. It's the first televised. First televised. Fourth record. So, we will be repeating this entire exercise at the next podcast when we look at the Twelfth Doctor's (laughs) first regenerative story. There we go. going to be more uh, successful. (laughs) Some of us here may be able to say so. But anyway, (laughs) episode two. Faffy about in the TARDIS. <laughs> and this is Bum. Ooh. Episode 3, Bad Master Disguise, yep. Michael Sheard. Yes. <laughs> Episode 4, Faffy about in Castrovalva. <laughs> and failed special effects. Indeed, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, that that sums it up. Yeah. yeah. So, so episode one, we get a very confused uh, doctor yeah. Yeah. running around, mm. unravelling his scarf. With, with Carries of... straight on from the end of the Goblins. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. They refilm mm. a little bit, don't they? they I think they so, re- yeah. Voice... So yeah. have mm. an out, bit. out of character Adric at the same time. Quite moody, quite silent. Quite exactly. He's, he's, he's yeah, mm. throwing up yeah. by the tree. Yeah, quite, quite exactly. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Overdosed on Campari, I do believe. <laughs> that was yeah. the one. Yeah. He knows yeah. how to live that guy, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, when you listen to the commentary, oh, does Peter Davis <laughs> and, <laughs> and Janet Fielding sound so, so yeah. sorry for him? <laughs> yeah. No. But, I mean, it, it does seem to be that it's Nissa and Tegan carrying that first, maybe even the second episode. Mm. Well, well, probably the it. first I mean, three. Spends yeah. A, yeah. Spends most of his time in the zero Which is room. quite good, because those two don't generally get that much to do. In fact, none no, of the companions no, in that no, area get much to it. do. No. Adric's had some stuff to do in the previous season. Yeah, Adric is virtually absent from the entire story, which is no bad thing. No, no, <laughs> I think he's, no. he's just in episode one and then a few they, cameos yeah. for the rest of it and then episode four. Pretty much, oh, yeah. In some ways, this is similar to David Tennant's first story in that the Doctor's yeah. kind of like zonked for most but, of yeah. it. I think they were going for an experiment is in knocking the Doctor out for a whole episode. Mm. But they, it's virtually the whole story. They tried it with William yeah. Hartnell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it worked with David Tennant because they were building up to his triumphant return. He yeah, saved the day and just like that. Yeah. Here it doesn't quite Here come they, off. They properly, lock him in a it? coffin and then they go yeah. to get him and he's gone. Yeah. yeah. When he does return, okay, it gets solved, but it's all a bit wishy washy. And then he gets put straight back into bed and then <laughs> yeah. in the cabinet again. Yeah. yeah. This is the story yeah. that brings us the famous Zero Room. Yeah. Which is referred Can't to. reach me in the Zero Room. Which, this one. which then gets yeah, first totally there. blown up and the remains of it get turned into the Zero Coffin. The Zero <laughs> Box. Yeah. The zero <laughs> box. Yeah. Which they then take to Castro Malva. Via a wheelchair. Via a wheelchair, which we don't know if it's the place or the planet or the planet and the place 
or what have you. Um, yeah. But it's supposed to be a calm. Oh, so I think it's that, that set of bushes that decrown Nyssa on the way. Yes. <laughs> they decrown them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that term. <laughs> you mentioned that before. And then we had the master. I remember watching this and him coming out as the Paul Treve. Yeah. And everyone's and sitting there going, that's the master. That's the master. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Afraid we all knew. It. And it's yeah. not, but it's everyone obvious. else found it so shocking, including some of the actors didn't realise because I used a synonym. I'm like, really? But, yeah. 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 yeah, it's perhaps one of the most least effective master disguises. Were any of the disguises um, effective? Well, well, actually, it's strange you say it because I lent a <clears throat> time flight to someone right. who today said they loved it. Really? The best thing about it, they said, was the fact that the master disguised himself and no one's around. <laughs> yes. Well, keeps it up wears the mask and everything so he just likes dressing up he does does. he always dresses for the occasion (laughs) that's it yeah anyway back (laughs) back to Castravel I think um, Davison though is acting his little for the scenes that he's in he's acting his little socks off and and he's taking on the impersonations of the other doctors all four of the previous doctors yeah obviously there was some sort of budgetary constraint because they were able to just recycle a lot of the TARDIS set well yeah I, I, I have to say, yeah. I have to say, being a TARDIS fan, I just loved all of that bit. Down I'm the with you. Of, I, I, yeah, just, yes, yeah. I loved as a child, it at the I time, remember yeah. really liking that. I wanted yeah. to see more inside the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. I, I like uh, that little shout out to uh, Journey to the Centre of the TARDIS with all the vials, with yes. like the potion, yeah. the everything. Well, I, I think remember, it's yeah, the other way round, actually. <laughs> yeah, sorry, the shout out in there. Yeah. But in I, the I think that I have to say, this is one of those stories that sport a lot of us for Journey to the Centre of Earth. In so much as this looks really nice inside yeah. the TARDIS going around. then we had Journey to Centre the TARDIS which was very disappointing in <laughs> yes. terms of what the TARDIS looks like inside yeah. <laughs> no, they never quite get it right um, <laughs> here it looks uniform Yes. Yeah. Mm, not yes. greatly exciting. Mm-hmm. Then you get Journey to Central Tardis. It looks. It could have uh, been anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it could have been like Tardis. That, yeah. that, that was the that disappointing. Yeah, that was the disappointing bit about that. It could have been time yeah. anywhere. But we're not moving that. We're moving Castrovale. No, yeah, it's Castrovale. Yeah. So it feels like uh, two two parters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, they literally spend episode one in the TARDIS, most of episode two, and then they open a box and he's gone. And then it, it kicks off with Castrovalva. Which bit do people like best, the first or the second half? I've got to admit, I probably like the first half because yeah. it concentrated on the TARDIS. And plus the you had And the Doctor. You had mm. hints of, uh, certainly when yeah. he's trundling around in the wheelchair, you had hints of what his Doctor would be. Yeah, yeah. he obviously he'd been playing yeah, the yeah. part for a couple of months or whatever. Yeah, he... Well. Yeah, they'd done it in reversed order, so we could sort out where it was going to end. I would have been happy kind of, with... is a cock-up on the, the script-writing part. Yeah. 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 I would have been happy with none of the Castrovalva stuff if it was just a little two-part. Yeah. I like find himself. all the ideas in the Castrovalva part. Mm-hmm. This trap of the block transfer computations, yeah. making an impossible environment. Yeah. Really good. But it, the visuals... But why did they ever write it? Because it could never be realised. Yeah, like, no, they couldn't even do it now, I don't think. It's that, because it's the their, their reach sort of outstretched their mm. actual mm. glass. Mm. Yeah. 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 I also had the idea was that basically courtesy of using Adric's ability to box transfer the master created Castrovalva yeah. Doctor gets there and is trapped in Castrovalva why because of never know. and yeah. it's kind of and that, that's it there was part of me that sort of like went but why yeah <laughs> if you want to kill him just 
Cute, but it, it was almost a, a pointless plot. It's right. funny. It looked I beautiful. Think, I loved it because I love Escher's work. Yeah, I, I think it's but, the case of uh, uh, not uh, Master just can't. Certainly, the Delgado, not the Delgado, the Anthony Master yeah, can't yeah. just mm. kill the Doctor. He has to humiliate him. Oh, has yeah. to show him how wonderful the Master is and how low the Doctor is because he's he's made this complicated plan that he's just walked straight overly complicated. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I know, kill him by I know. sending him back to the beginning of the I, universe. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify it. I'm yeah. not denying it. I did, what did he even think? If, you, if he had managed to destroy the TARDIS in the Big Bang, what effect would that have had on the universe? The entire pattern universe would be different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Galloway had exist at that point. Really. Well, what stupid idea plan was that? <laughs> yeah. He was too busy on his little lift inside yeah. the TARDIS. <laughs> It's funny how Adric didn't really feature in it, and yet he was a crucial plot yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the, MacGuffin. the MacGuffin, yeah, yeah. yeah. of the entire story. There's the one scene I do like is uh, with the physician drawing the places of his apocryphal. Oh, oh, yes. And it's trying yes. to figure out, knowing something's wrong, but trying to figure out what is wrong. Yeah. yeah. My apothecary's here, here, yeah. here, yeah. here, yeah. here yeah. and here. Yeah. How oh, many apothecaries do you have? Just the one. <laughs> it can be approached from many... Directions. Directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like, nice I like, idea. Yeah. I like the fact that Tegan actually thought she piloted the TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. From no expe- uh, experience. Uh, I think the doctor said she could be a good coordinator. Yeah, yeah. That But I'm not entirely convinced it was the doctor. Was it him saying that? Or had he fallen asleep and mm-hmm. was. Adric oh, when was that in? Yeah, he was hovering. His, yeah, yeah. He's speaking about movies. Apparently, he's in zero room, so that in theory should be the doctor. Yeah, but, but we saw Adric up there seconds later. Yeah. 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 It never really came back to that whole concept of him having different roles. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit of a throwaway thing, unfortunately. But, I mm. have to say, it's one of those stories that visually is very impressive. Nice and, weather. And a bit, it's yeah, similarly, course, like, yes. similarly yeah. like Tron. It plays around with senses of realities. and About the same time as Tron, really. These, oh, both 82. Yeah, both yeah. 82. Everything yeah. in here, apart from the master, Dr. Tegan, that were constructs yeah. created mm-hmm. by the book blocks transfer but mm. like in Tron they become their own sentient yep. beings yeah. so kind the, of stuff the, the librarian I can't remember his yeah. name who'd figured out that yeah. just what was wrong yes what was wrong these are our history books from a point of history till now yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ancient books yeah. ancient books and I hate to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen Castrovalva but no matter what happens no matter how sophisticated this trap within a trap was we don't find out how the master escaped from Castrovalva do we not no, no. no. what's next his next story time flight and we just get that line you escaped from Castrovalva then again you escaped from Xerophas or you escaped being burnt to death on the planet of fire very lazy yeah Yeah. Yeah. but it's it's an enjoyable pointless story it's the best way I could describe it it's it's the final it's the final capper for a little trilogy which was uh, Keeper Mm. of Trark and Logopolis and Castrovalva there's also a very nice deleted scene of Peter Davison biting into a stick of snow oh yeah he doesn't quite but yeah. he doesn't look really disgusting about it. <laughs> yeah, hate celery. And yeah. I also have to say, once you've watched it, if you've never seen it before, or if you have seen it before, watch it with a commentary on. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Peter yeah. Davison and Janet Fielding, which is brilliant. And but, I love the whole bit with Adric 
probably not. And I wish they kept when, it on screen. When, when when H. Bidmead really loves mm. himself in that commentary. Like, he does, oh. yeah. Uh, so, sort of Peter Davison and Janet Field, I mean, they're absolutely sort of soul of sympathy for uh, Matthew Walter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they always harm when those two get together. <laughs> yeah. I really liked him as an actor and as a person. You can just tell. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch that end clip with, with all the location work, you can actually see that Matthew Walthouse is kind of looking green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah green around the gills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and of course, I mean, on the commentaries, well, they're all laughing like drains as he's trying to yeah, climb into the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he did in there when he got in. Yeah, yeah. with these yeah. massive great hangovers. Yeah. <laughs> also, we have a line which they, they reuse in the 11th hour. Oh, yes. Perfect impersonation of yourself. Oh, oh yes, indeed. Yeah. Adric impersonates himself yes. in the projection. Yeah. Chris yeah. Zero does, does the same. Just wow, he's a really good actor. <laughs> what, what, yeah. <laughs> Moffat stealing from Castrovelva. Yeah. <laughs> also, I have good fond moments this one, Pete, because I had. Um, there's a Viewmaster oh, yes. set. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I had the Viewmaster I, set. I don't remember anything from in studio, but, uh, the stuff from the forest. Yeah. Uh, uh, them yeah. carrying the uh, the Zero Cabinet in 3D in the Viewmaster. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't remember that at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had that. I might have it somewhere still. I, I yeah. do have good memories of it, like you say, though. Yeah. I think yeah. it came out in, on video in the early 90s. Think so, something oh, like yeah. that, yeah. and I think it was re- released well, quite close to Legopolis, which was handy. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I bought Legopolis and then borrowed Castrovalva off my friend, and it was just nice that I could see them well, recasting, as I said, yeah. from the guards and relocation of the TARDIS. Between yeah, it didn't, didn't yeah. quite don't, melt. Don't even attempt to. Even the incidental music over the regeneration is <laughs> changed. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the DVD release, they released it as a little box set with, uh, with Cast- Truck and, yeah. and Legopolis. Oh, did they? Uh, yeah, don't remember. Yeah. Now, from, Come on. From a personal point of view, mm. I went through the reverse of what a lot of the fangirls are going through now. Right, <laughs> yes. Because I was a very late teenager when this story came on. I had been used to John Pertwee, older doctor, yep. and by that point, Tom, Tom Baker, Baker for ages and ages, who was no spring chicken himself. So he wasn't by the end, yeah. it was yeah. pretty yeah. haggard. And mm. they're casting this this young whippersnapper. <laughs> young person yeah. into the role young of the, they're going to kill it putting this young person <laughs> in there and it really really angst me for want of a better word I yeah. really didn't want to you like you got fake Keith right into it yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. What got exactly. fake, that's what introduced but fake funny, Keith to I be. really yeah. didn't want to like him because he was too young mm. to be uh, a but that was yeah. from my perspective of the old one which is really funny because the one we're going to be reviewing next time is the reverse there's a load of girls out there going he's too old yeah. to be the doctor <laughs> I was in total reverse of how I, they're feeling now I did have problems with Peter Davison for I think it was the first episode second episode by the second episode he was the doctor he was a yeah. wet vet was yeah, that's it, the, that's it. The, the, the trouble was he was a well known name and I couldn't see his face as the doctor Whereas John Pertwee was virtually, well, I know he was a a stage actor and a voice work actor and very well known in the business. But as my young, what is it, eight-year-old self... Hadn't watched Carry On or anything no, like that. No, no, no. He didn't... hadn't had an, a, a defined character no. that he played continuously and, on, on TV. Yeah. TV and RC Tom radio. Tom Baker again was an unknown mm. when he when really he started. Yeah. yeah. The the only problem I really had with Peter Davison's Doctor was the costume. It was too it was too bland. 
like his open face. Open yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. Round, round I think, bland uh, and open face, yes. But then next one after that... Yeah, they made something out for me. Oh, God, yeah, I was yeah. happy with that. <laughs> you <laughs> sick... Why did you listen to me? <laughs> so Peter Davison was my to what a lot of the fangirls are going through now, Peter Capaldi. Oh, <laughs> <rowdy. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on the commentary, he says, God, it's recorded, I don't know, 27, 28, maybe. Yeah, something you like say that, yeah. he's still, at that point, he was still the youngest ever doctor. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he, was he was 29, I think. 29, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he would have preferred to have come back now when he was a bit older. Yeah, yeah. yeah he still thinks he was too young for it. But yeah, I mean, even well, I uh, Matt Smith fun. had some of that before he appeared on screen. A lot of people saying he was too young. Oh, a lot of mm. people. Yeah. yeah. But no, they surprised, they both surprised us. You oh. warmed to Davison, presumably? Oh, he's one of my favourite doctors. I love watching his episodes now, but as a as a late teenager, my was well having it. <laughs> I, I was the crew that that cat going, no, 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 Memories of Davison. Okay, I, I vividly ones. remember some of the last days of Tom. I remember Regeneration very well. I remember Castavalva very well. Oh. But watch, definitely. Oh watch. God, yeah, mm. oh, yes, very much so, absolutely. Yeah. And watch it before you watch uh, Deep Breath. Yeah, to a comparison. Yeah, it would be actually quite good to watch all of the Regeneration episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I think. I think it'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think this is probably the first Regeneration story which isn't quite as good as it could be. Mm. Well, robots yeah. was probably mm. the last good, decent, one. really good introduction yeah. story they, until New Who. They go downhill from now on, don't they? Really? Yeah, Castfell's okay. Yeah, but, but not as good as Robot. Not as good as Spearhead. But better than Dilemma and Rani. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. New Who. So far, they've all knocked it out of the park for me. Every. Yeah, episode. I think that they've definitely got better as they've gone along with the regeneration. We shall see what. Uh, yeah. Next episode brings. Yeah. Eh? Well, as long as they do get something completely different from what they did previously, I'll be happy. <laughs> all I can say is, I don't think you'll be disappointed. A lot of people say. Naughty Gene, naughty. <laughs> well, it was screened on the 7th. Oh, yeah, at BFI and a few other places. We have been watching other things, haven't we, boys and girls? Ah, yes. Gillen yes. film. We've no, been to the cinema. No, not, no, not the, the Gillen, Gillen film. film. No, it's not just Gillen. It's a new Marvel film mm-hmm. that Gillen happens to be in. Gillen 3D, wasn't it? That's yeah. my memory. 3D, for, for no, some no. of us, it was 3D. And, and I'm not telling you what happens to in a, a touch of cloth. Oh, okay. <laughs> for, for some of us, it was 3D. For some of us, it is the more sane 2D. Yes. Ah. <laughs> and it is? Guardians of the Galaxy! It's Gillen film, was it? <laughs> yeah. was oh, God, can, about, can we put there? Gillen just on the back burner for a moment? <laughs> oh, God, he's going through another paroxysms over there. <laughs> okay, what if, about if we get the Gillen bit out of the way with then? Mm. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. So she's blue, she's, she's bald, she's, mm. and she's tight-fitted, black-eyed yes. as well. Completely. Yes, yeah, black-eyed, black. yes. At one point she was very broken. Mm. She was, yeah. yeah. She, but she got better. Mm. Yeah. She did, she did. <laughs> Adam nursed her to health. Mm. <laughs> Don't encourage him. I didn't need to. <laughs> 
<laughs> so at first, I must admit, I, I went in expecting not to be in it that much, being yeah. that she's one of the villains and it's obviously going to be out the main yeah. heroes. So I was a little disappointed even coming in with that. But second time round, I noticed that she's quite a presence yeah, she, throughout the mm, film. Yeah. She, she, she is yeah. in... She's kind of a background brooding... Yeah, sort even, of brooding even if she's presence, not... Yes. Has any dialogue? She's on the screen in the background, oh, yeah. haunting yeah. the background. Mm-hmm. Of the yeah, she's yeah. she's even vicious in the background. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even recognise and realise it was her. Uh, to yeah, be honest, really. uh, I, I was didn't... sitting next to him. He bounced up and down every time yeah. she appeared. So on she's screen. the sister. You're the blue one. Yeah, yeah. So she's the more yeah. sister. Yeah. Yeah. The bald yeah. blue one. Spoilers oh, I, throughout I, this, I suppose. Yeah, I yeah. didn't recognise her at all. <laughs> I, I didn't even know she was in it. <laughs> well, I only found out today that Nathan Fillion was in it. I didn't recognise him at all. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was a guy. You remember the bit in the prison where Groot picks up a guy by the nostrils? Oh, oh yes, ah, that was Nathan really? Fillion. Yeah, yeah, yeah apparently. Had a I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah. I, don't, I think he's voiced Nathan Fillion. I think it's a CGI character, but yeah. it's voiced by Fillion. I but think. We, what we can say is that it was left open for Gillen to return at some point. Oh yes, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, even yeah. if she is doing a slight Luke Skywalker stroke. Mm, yeah, she's got a bit of a busted hand. Yes, but, but considering she's built, robotic handed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think considering she built her body back up exactly. she could easily mm. regrow someone the someone could have done that for mm. her speaking of voiceovers I mean I thought Drax I mean that was uh, Vin Diesel but it wasn't no I mean, no sort of Vin Diesel you know, supplied the voice of Groot yes yeah. Yeah. he had his three, three words mm. yeah. he was paid an awful lot for saying I <laughs> am Groot say <laughs> <laughs> it again he steal the show though Groot. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. especially the, the boat where the, in the prison where he's whipping those guards backwards and forwards oh, good grief. just yeah. turns around and smiles yeah. at the camera I personally like the bit well the bit at the end where he's a dancing flower it's any more than that <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. but maybe we should quickly say a few words what the plot what it's about yeah. 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 That, that might be idea for those that have not seen I well, I had no idea what this film was about I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy no, no, I wasn't going to go and watch it other than the fact that fake keys pop on her Facebook I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy and it's really good mm. so me and my unlimited car thought oh what the hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and I thoroughly enjoyed it they yeah. are originally one of the minor groups mm, of the yeah. Marvel yeah well, so they're the universe yeah. Mar- Marvel cinematic universe yeah, yeah they're yeah. More, more recent as well mm. than the original think, kind yeah, of like Iron they, Man and that kind I of stuff I think they started the comic book started in the 70s, 70s yeah, I, yeah well, I think it's entirely then, different team then, yeah, team. then, then was cancelled and then restarted in the late 90s I think I think rebooted again in 2013 with the current team. All the principal characters like Rocket Raccoon and uh, Star-Lord, I mean, they were characters in their own right. They Mm. had their own series of comics. Mm. Yeah. And that's the amazing thing here. All these characters who most people don't know all brought together in one film, Mm. but yet you still get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas normally, like in the Avengers, they each have their films Mm. before they meet up. Oh, yeah. Here they had a lot of work to do. but They 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 do give them their own little intros. You do get their backstories as well. Their own little starring moments. So like with Peter Quill, you you see the death of his mother and he's out yeah, on the lawn and getting seriously upset about it and he's abducted <laughs> by aliens. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a bit of a bummer, that is, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's OK, because he's, he's half alien, so, you know. Well, yeah. No, being yeah. abducted after just seeing his mother pop up. Oh, pop oh, up clogs, yeah. One yeah. of the things this film reminded me, there was an, a feeling of, I don't know if you agree, was Firefly. Yeah. There is a, is that got that sanguine? There is, there is a cartoon doing the rounds, an internet meme cartoon, with uh, a fox boardroom. 
So, so we've got criminals with guns and they're, they're saving <laughs> the universe. We should turn this into a TV series. Why haven't we turned this into a TV series? And one little fox rep goes, yeah, we did, it's called Firefly. Next scene is you see him flying out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does have that vibe because mm. he's misfits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. All criminals together. or yeah. whatever. They come mm. together and work together to save the universe. Save, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Even with the talking raccoon. Yeah. Who comes up with a very nice way of escaping from the prison. You think he's going to yes. fail and then mm. right at the end they all float out <laughs> together. Yeah. I liked Rocket the raccoon. Yeah, I think he was <laughs> the, the best uh, bits, The minor joke is we're going to need an artificial leg. <laughs> yeah. And they don't need the artificial leg. They should just keep him occupied. Yeah, and then when he's building another device I'm going to need that eye. I think they they did a a good balance of giving just enough comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed, I think it was Iron Man 3, it was a quick succession of one-liners all the way through. Mm. And Ah. it didn't really balance out the action too much. One one of the best scenes, and I don't want, if you haven't seen it, I don't really want to spoil it for you, but one of the best scenes is right at the end, the distraction manoeuvre. Oh, yes, Mm. yes. That's all I'm going to say. It's the best distracting the enemy I have ever seen. I I reenacted that at work for at least five people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And apparently there is a Guardians of the Galaxy awesome mix CD out. Yes. And there is a soundtrack. Is is it on tape? music. Oh, yes, that's the the music's got to be... Because it's Mm. all... Because he was kidnapped in 88, 88, and he's got Mm. an audio... That's a wonderful thing. He's wandering around with a Walkman audio player, tape player. (laughs) So he's just got all that wonderful top tape music from the 80s. Scenes that made us all laugh out loud. Mine, for instance, was the typical um, heroic pose. They're all walking towards the camera in slow oh, motion. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, you just see rocket raccoons that were just his holster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, I mean even yawns. Yeah. Just, just having the raccoon there was mm. just hysterical. I think I've got to share with Keith the one we got with the um, the guards bashing them against yeah. the wall. Yeah. They're obviously dead, but he's just enjoying it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just, just turns around and smiles so beautifully at the camera. <laughs> yeah. I think my favourite bit has to be the distraction yeah. I, I, yes. I think that yeah. has to have a shout You're going to have to remind me of that once we've finished yep. talking. Yeah, we will. Also, it's a case of where are they going next? Because we've well, had... clearly set up yes. oh, yeah. Search of the Father. Well, it's not only that set up the Search of the Father. I'm talking about the Marvel Universe in general. you got... I certainly know there is a comic strip, um, a, a saga, which was the Infinity Gauntlet, which is, mm. has the Infinity Gems on it. Now, yep. it was more specific mentioned in this mm, yeah. the various singularities at the beginning but that's, of the they've been building that up for a long time yeah I mean, I mean that, that, oh, yeah. that, that's, that's what I mean it's, we've had it's um, not just the Guardians we, so we've had, we've had the uh, I think the mind gem which is meant to be mm. in uh, Loki's, Loki's yeah. staff which uh, we then see because the collector gets Loki's scarf yeah, you, at tesseract. the end of um, yeah, you've got the pa- I think it's the power gem that mm. was in the Tesseract mm-hmm. there was the other one that was in uh, Thor Dark World I forget which one which gem Ooh. that was yeah. But it's meant to be about seven. We've seen mm, we've seen all the it, gems yeah. except for the time gem and the soul gem. Maybe this yeah. is all a bit beyond. Me. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, this is, this is the larger Marvel. Okay. It's gonna be a few years off. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you've got the collector that's in this is also mm, in yes. a cameo in the end of was it Thor, Thor? Dark, or Dark World? Yeah. 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 That's, that. that's the setup. This. Yeah. 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 Are we allowed to mention a certain cameo? What by a duck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but spoilers. I don't. 
forget how that duck features in the Marvel universe. He does. He's a Marvel character. Yeah, he's, he's a Marvel, Marvel character. character. But he's not a superhero. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's wearing he a suit. He's just a normal human. Um, I get the rocket. I get the raccoon. Yeah. The duck. <laughs> he hasn't got any superpowers per se, but he is a master of quack foo. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can see him as a bit of forerunner to rocket, really. He's kind of mm. smart talking. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I uh, think animal. he was in there just as a guest celebrity. I mean, I think that how, how it, the duck. I mean, all right. Oh, you've said who oh, it was oh, now. Mm. <laughs> all right, take it back, scrub it beep out. No, no, the duck. Mm. Yeah, beep, beep the duck. <laughs> I think he was created by one of the guys who was, did early work on Guardians of the Galaxy. And it's why uh, it was yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, a bit of a. I think that particular strip he appears in, it's written by someone who's he's been smoking the um, Jamaican wood <laughs> well, in the collector's collection, for one thing, you know, <laughs> but there was uh, quite a few Marvel items, Marvel things. There's mm. the God, you had uh, one of the Dark Elves, definitely yeah. you saw mm. from the last film. There is what could be Adam Warlock's cocoon in one of them. Okay. There is, I think, one of the I forget the name, the horse face creature that assumed the mantle of Thor. Oh, I don't know why Marvel. Yeah, there's, 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 there's one of the, uh, there's he, him in the back, and there's quite a few I think not necessarily spin-offs for other films but shout out for the mm, fans yeah. Yeah. if you, you know get the DVD and pause mm, it yeah, if, you, if you know you can sit there and go oh 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 that's that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. as, as one of the slug things was Slither in there too which yeah. is James yeah. Gunn's yeah. earlier films yeah. but no uh, scrappy do though no <laughs> thank goodness thank you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh speaking of things that make you groan out loud when myself El President and uh, Asta Man were sitting in the cinema watching the uh, previews for various films mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just when a preview for uh, was it those bloody turtles oh yeah yes Yes. Yes. I heard El Presidente sort of groan out loud when the words Michael Bay flashed up on the film yeah I'm afraid so (laughs) I've not heard good things about that film but no no. I have to go see it we're we're diverting at the moment but early reviews do seem to be one thing I must add I mean you didn't hear me groan when I saw what the bloody film was about I mean I can't can't stand those effing turtles (laughs) 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 we're not going to force you to see them since it's your birthday yes we are it was birthday <laughs> so do you reckon the Guardians will meet up with the Avengers at some point? It's a possibility. It's going to be a lot uh, of characters. I think what they probably do is I have one or two from each team. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I th- comic strip wise, I think Iron Man has temporarily joined the team for a couple of sagas or stories. He's so. having another yeah. story on his own, isn't he? I think oh, so. Iron Man, yeah. yeah. Is he? I yeah. think so. Well, I think Robert Downey Jr. is contracted to do another two Iron Man films. Oh, really? Okay. I know he's doing Avengers 2 at the moment. Mm, yeah. yeah. And you can just tell he would hate doing it. <laughs> I just get the impression he was starting to walk away from it, but I don't know. Mm. Various rumours we get from Hollywood. Mm, yeah. yeah. But certainly Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is in the works already. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. And uh, we can presume that Nebula will be in there and there'll be yeah. more mm. of that backstory with the Gamora. And yeah. Nebula so and they were meant to be adopted. Thanos. Yeah. Certainly, I'm not sure Thanos is in the next Avengers, but he's certainly being lined up as the controlling, the big bad that's pulling the strings I think he's going to be in the third Avengers yeah see yeah. Mm. yeah it's all starting to come together there except for the fact that Thor might be a transgendered <laughs> I'm sorry but when I found out they're turning third I'm sitting there thinking there are plenty of female Asgardian characters mm, yeah. <laughs> there are plenty of female gods out there is... do not make Thor male that's like turning Jesus female <laughs> this, this, this is the comic book I yeah. don't history, not the cinematic care. history and you know you just know in a, what, six months two years 18 months down the line he's going to get his honour back so we're going to have Thor but the male what 
what makes me laugh is they're making Thor female to appeal to the female. Hate to break this to do men go to see a film with Charlize (laughs) Theron's in it for Charlize Theron's or the male lead? (laughs) Women go to watch four movies because of Thor, not (laughs) Thorina. Thorina, is that what it's called? Thorina. Threat. Yes, I hate to break it to... We are we are driven by hormones as much as fellas are. Uh, as I said, I think you'll be all right there because that is the comic book universe, not the cinematic. Yeah, very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think the cinematic, the comic book universe are not going to find it's going to improve their sales and will very quickly go back to the male Thor. <laughs> Certainly, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is worth a watch. Oh, yes. God, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Even yeah. twice, maybe. I, I, I would, I would so put it at least four, if not five out of five. Yeah. I think yeah. four, I think. I was I reticent. Four out of five. Yeah. yeah, I was reticent. It wasn't one on my list. I hadn't yeah. seen any trailers. I hadn't heard anything about it no. or anything at all, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. I knew nothing about it and really liked it. Oh, congrats, yeah. Definitely one for Blu-ray, I think. Oh, yes. You lovely people, you've been writing to us. Yes. Yes. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. And thank you. Have you finished? Thank you. <laughs> we have one here from Adrian. Oh, hello, Adrian. Adrian. Hi, team. Adrian hello. doesn't m- mention the head of Pertwee. <gasps> no, sure? not in any of them. Well, he just says hi, team. Oh, oh, maybe we should. Yeah. Then. Uh, maybe think, we well, should. It's a bit difficult because he's uh, chomping down on cake at the moment. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, he can listen. He loves a bit of cake. Oh, yeah, he does. Hello. 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 And your cake. Mm-hmm. Hello, various other bits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the ashes of... Dangerous God. Churchill. I ashes can't of list not them. Maca, yeah. uh, and hello, birthday boy. Hello, yeah. birthday boy. Pictures Velma of Tron Guy 5.0. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> anyway. Back to Adrian. Yes, Adrian says, Hi, team. I recently saw the Paul McGann movie, and I have to say... What the what? Have <laughs> yes, you seen it? In, all the way from 1996 till now, you've yes. done very well. <laughs> it was better than I thought it would be, but it was still pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, yes. well, Paul McGann was great. Yes. But what was up with the master being a CGI snake, snake monster that mm. can possess people? I'd never <laughs> got that either. No, me <laughs> neither. No. And poor Radagast the Brown was taken out like a punk. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me wonder, yep. what if Peter Capaldi's Doctor is not the Doctor? Or at least... Not only the Doctor, but somehow the Master. Mm. Don't really know exactly who gave Matt Smith, or Eleven, his regeneration reset. For all we know, the John Sim Master ate all the Time Lords <laughs> and escaped back into the universe inside the Doctor. Ooh, if the Master can, in there. Yeah. <laughs> if the Master can CGI out of a box, and how did he get in that box anyway? Mm-hmm. Then the CGI snake into Eric Moritz, then he could CGI time mist into Matt Smith, right? Why not? Sincerely, Adrian, <laughs> Los Angeles. I think your thinking is through a little <laughs> bit too much, Adrian. I've heard other people with this particular opinion. Yeah. Well, so. It's amazing, Adrian. It's one of my first thoughts when I saw yes. it. Well, actually, I think this was uh, uh, an April Fool mm. that was released, a statement that was released by the BBC on April the 1st that Capaldi was actually playing the master and Danny Pink was the new Doctor. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. No, I didn't think that. I just thought maybe it was the master trapped in Amy's crack. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Given everyone a new lease of life. <laughs> Another regeneration. Oh, and he also says, P.S., Mm. I wasn't going to say this, but another wrong theory I had was that the Weeping Angels could be what's left of the Time Lords after being sucked dry by John Sim... Uh, <laughs> 
Well, but that sounds wrong, doesn't it? <laughs> PPS. Mm-hmm. I also, I really enjoy the commentaries for Utopia, Sound of Drums, and Last of the Time Lords three-parter. Thank you. Ah. It is one of my favourite arcs so far. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, and I was on a couple of those. I think you were. I think yeah. you were. Yeah. My, my first one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Adrian. Yeah, I suspect it was the Time Lords, and I suspect he really is the Doctor. Don't listen to her, Adrian. Well, Adrian's saying he is the Doctor. Yeah. But he's, he's also got the Master in uh, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which could be. Might explain why he's a darker Doctor, but I don't think we need an explanation for no. it. No, because no. That, that could have worked with Colin Baker as well, because right at the end of Davison's regeneration, you had the Master turning up. Yeah. And that would have been a nice reason, because at that die. point... The master been burnt to death. Mm. So had he have not turned up in Mark of the Rani, yeah. it could have been the reason for Colin's doctor being a bit yeah. darker. They kind of addressed the reason why he's more grown up yeah. as Capaldi in the 50th. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's, he's more... come to terms with everything. He's no longer acting the child. Also, it, yeah, he's come to terms with everything and also he's another thousand years older. That's true. He, and he, yeah. he used to be a lot darker when he was much, much younger. Hartnell's yeah. yeah. doctor was very dark. And to an extent, Troughton and Pertwee's doctors were quite selfish. Yeah. Also, he knows now too, that he possibly didn't kill all the Time Lords. Exactly. So he's <laughs> been through all of that. Next. Hello, everyone. Hello. Who's Hello. This, from? Hello. this is from Gareth. Hello, Gareth. Well, I enjoyed your last show. I'm glad someone did. It made my first day back to work a little bit easier after my holes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Right. Now, I never was a fat, great fan of Tron, <laughs> but I did catch it again recently on BBC Two <laughs> oh. when I watched it and its sequel. Oh. And I think it stands ah. up quite well. Yeah. My youngest son, Luke, watched them both with me and thoroughly enjoyed them. And when I asked which one he liked the best, he much preferred the first one over the new high-tech Tron 2.0, which just goes to show. Mm. Mm. Actually, Tron 2.0 is a computer game. Let's not muddy the water. <laughs> <laughs> now, Castro Valva has always been one of my favourite stories and I don't get why it's looked on by some fans as slow. Hmm. The first two episodes in the TARDIS are great with some nice dialogue and the fifth Doctor makes an instant impression. Of first, second, third and fourth Doctors. The other two episodes in Castrofalva are good as well with some nice design work and costumes and some great performances especially from Derek Waring as Shadavan Mm -hmm. and as an added bonus another story with Mr. Bronson in. Yeah, he mm. gets about, doesn't he? He does. Gets out of Grange Hill. Yeah. And I don't think you would get a great story like this with the new series, Intelligent mm. and Imaginative Treats. Mm. Right, I'm off to chalk on the back of my wife's best mirror. Thank you all, <laughs> Gav. <laughs> Thank you, Gav. You're welcome, Gav. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, you've got to watch Castrovald yes. to work that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We have one here from Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Adrian. Again. He says, hi, team. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So glad you reviewed Dune and Highlander. It's okay. Ah. There are t- these are two of my favourite films from way back. <laughs> Regarding Highlander, I remember thinking that it was strange that James Bond was from Spain via Egypt or something, yep. and that everyone yeah. was really dirty in the past. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Filthy. Highlander led me to the TV show and Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan. Ah, okay. Never seen either of those. Dune led me to all of the books. Ooh, wow. them all in maybe yeah. a year. <laughs> wow. It also made me go around whispering, June, Arrakis, Desert Planet, a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can never say Muad'Dib, 
Mood. Or quiz show cataract, correct me though. Quiz show cataract. Also, I was disappointed that the voice weapons from the movie were not in the books yep. or the uh, weirding modules. So. True, there were the spice, mm. spice voice powers, but I thought the voice weapons were much cooler. Mm. And now you're doing Tron. Looking forward yep. to it. Yep. We've done it. Yep. Mm, maybe someday you could review the never ending story, Time Bandits, yeah. Legend, or the first Gornan. Mm. Well, so we have a couple of those on the yeah. list, don't yeah. we? Yeah. should, although the list may be. Pause while yeah. uh, Doc Two comes back. So yeah. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, now I have to go and watch the internet so I can try to get those deep breath screening tickets. <laughs> Be seeing you, Adrian. Bye bye, Adrian. Thank Good you. Bye, Adrian. Hope you got your tickets. Right, we have one here from Sandro. Hello, Hello Sandro. Sandro. Hello, staggering podcasters. Aha, that's us. Feels yes. like ages since I last sent you guys something. Almost like full six months. Let me just check sent mail. Six months ago. Yep. Full six months. Unforgivable. Yeah, I know. Mm. Been super busy over here with life, school, work, radio, and my own podcasts. Well, they're mm. good excuses, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. String him up. String him up. <laughs> Seems like I don't listen to that many podcasts anymore. Mm. Aside from the music ones, yours, The Nerdist, and a collection of comedy, my podcast listening hours have dropped. Well, it seems like I spend more hours recording and editing my own. <laughs> no, no, <I> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help that all my favourite comic book ones have been cancelled as oh. well. Mm. Oh, well, let's talk Doctor Who. Yes. Okay. Over this past month, I have been rewatching every episode of Matt Smith's run with the family. Good Ooh. choice. I have to say the story arcs are wonderful. I love how they're set up and revealed slowly over time, and how you have to think to understand them, (laughs) which is my main problem with RTD's run. Yes. They were just so simple and nothing connecting them. Really makes these past four years possibly my favourite era of Who so far. Agreed. Mm. Yeah, I think so too. I saw some problems, though. Oh. At the time writing, I just saw Let's Kill Hitler, and many episodes of season six do not live up. Mm-hmm. Curse of the bad plot failed to grab my excitement for a rewatch. I, I, music. Often, I often miss that one out, actually, when I'm rewatching that season. Oh, I don't think it's too bad. You know, they're, they're clearly editing errors and what have you. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Amy had a pirate outfit. Yeah. Yeah, best part of the episode, the music, apparently. Uh, as did the ganger two-parter. Yep. I like the idea there. But the execution was just slow. Yep. The whole death of the Doctor arc, though, I found myself enjoying. Mm. Now, lots of people complain it's overly complicated or boring, but I still like it. As I said before, my favourite thing about this era of Who is the arcs. Now you have to think to understand them. Even re-watching three full seasons to get the big picture. That's what I have always liked about sci-fi. Value for money, really, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, moving on from that rant, Dune. I've not seen Dune. But I've read it. Oh, you poor mm-hmm. thing. The main reason I think I haven't seen it is because I don't find the book terribly grabbing. I read it, liked the story, enjoyed the action, but there wasn't anything making me spend endless hours in bed reading it. Mm. Yeah. When I reached the end of the chapter, I didn't flick the page because I needed to see what was happening. I just looked at the clock and it wasn't too late. I'd read more. When I reached the end of it, I didn't feel drawn towards the film. I want to watch it, but with so many other films coming out almost every week, I have no time to make time to watch it. <laughs> well, you get more out of the book anyway. Yeah. You might understand the film, though, if you actually watched and read yeah. the book. Did you mention in your review about the length of the films? I think we've touched upon it. Lords of the Rings yeah. and The Hobbit is a perfect example of the series of films that work being so long. Even though they could have just taken the Eagles to Mordor, but we've all learned to look past that, I think. <laughs> the only film I really have a problem with the length is The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Maybe because the film itself is so terribly average, <laughs> the amount of money and time Ooh. they put into it make the big epic finale film of the best superior trilogy of all time didn't really pay off. No. I'm now going to mention Watchmen. Ooh. Ooh. 
I can already hear some of this has grown. What a boring film, you're all saying. Mm. And yes, you're right, it was pretty bad. Well, from that point of view, from someone who hasn't read the original comics, when I first saw this film with my dad, I tried something out. I read the comics the week before, and he had no idea what he was going into. I enjoyed the film about 50% than he did. Mm-hmm. He said it was way too long, and the ending was terrible. I said there was a four-hour cut, which is amazing if you haven't seen this, and you should, and that the ending was terrible because they changed it. <laughs> then we both complained about the glowing blue penis. <laughs> you have a problem with the glowing blue penis? penis? Apparently it does. Mm. I now see that there was that. a point to the story and why I told it, nobody shall know. What would <laughs> Professor Manhattan say? Oh. <laughs> I said you can get ointment for glowing mm. blue penises. Anyway, that's it for me. Hope his feedback wasn't too long, but it was six months worth of feedback, so I hope that counts to something. <laughs> uh, always welcome. Yeah. yeah. Keep up the awesome podcast, Sandro. Mm. Thank, Thank you, Sandro. Sandro, I'm about to do a, a Matt Smith rerun as well, so I shall uh, let you know my yeah. thoughts on yeah, you haven't got much time. Got a week. Yes, and then Capaldi. <laughs> oh, well. I should do it during Capaldi. Okay. I should be unfaithful to Capaldi. Take <gasps> <laughs> a step back. Yeah, on that subject, I did deliberately when Matt Smith was about to come on, but straight after end of time, I said I wouldn't go back and rewatch any Tenant yeah. for yeah. some time, and I didn't. No, neither did I, and I don't think I've gone back since to watch them all, apart from commentaries. Yeah, just commentaries, really. The only one I've gone out of my way to watch, I think, is Blink once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the others for commentaries. I'm currently doing a rerun. I've actually started from Rose. Oh, right. Doing the whole okay. lot. I'm doing the whole lot. I'm forced myself, but I don't <laughs> do that. I've just watched Love and Monsters. Mm. And I have to admit, I've enjoyed it more this time yeah. around. With distance. Yeah. With distance, yes. It's, <laughs> it's still going to be in my bottom ten rather than my top ten. <laughs> okay. Um, I quite like it. I, yeah. I quite it's like trying it. something it's, different. But... It's the Zorbaloff. Let's face it, it's the Zorbaloff that does it. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, I'm going back and watching over them all in order so it's going to be interesting when I get to the Matt Smiths yeah if mm. if I still dislike his first season as much as I think I will yeah. mm, okay. because I, I really didn't like his first season madly I think the 11th Doctor era was more my Doctor Who the sort of thing I was looking for for the same yeah. reason that Sandro picked up on it was a bit more complex uh, you had to work to understand it and you could go back and get a couple of viewings mm. out of it to pick more up the, all the layers that you missed the first time around well, yeah. that's, that's the other thing because I, I know I made a bit about it but it was playing devil's advocate to everyone saying how wonderful yeah. he was going to be I really didn't have a problem with Maximus Age but I wasn't convinced he was convinced with the character in his first season he oh. kind of grew into it a bit more but maybe with knowing what the whole arc is I'll now see more in those stories because I know what's going on yeah. than I did at the actual time so it might lend a different perspective I on think it. I'm definitely going to enjoy the Pandora Opens a lot more yeah well you can understand around. what the bloody hell's going on <laughs> It's all my favourite season, season five, but uh, we'll see if uh, Capaldi changes that. Yes. Anyway, I think that's it for feedback. That is it. Yes. Time is upon us once again. Mm -hmm. It is, it is. So next time it will be New Who. Yes. Yes. Properly New Who. It will only be the first episode. But but the first episode is a two parter. It's a double length. It's it's about 75 minutes, 80 minutes long. We have a lot to talk about with Capaldi, I'm sure. uh, Yes. Is is Clara finally worth a while? (laughs) (laughs) Capaldi. Is he going to live up to or down to expectations, depending (laughs) on which camp you're in? How could he get it wrong? He's a fan. Yes. Watch this space. Mm. Indeed. Indeed. Anyway, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. Aww. 
<laughs> Special birthday podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. The Over the Hill podcast. Yes. The One Foot in the Grave podcast, yes. We're, we're, some of us are rapidly chasing you. <laughs> Too close for comfort. Mm, real Keith. <clears throat> Watch that's your, one. Watch your bags when you clean up the confetti, everyone. Right, that's it. <laughs> I told you. Well, and colostomy bags. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's quite a spanking. <laughs> Feel better? Yeah. He's hurt his fist, look. I know. <laughs> Is that from where you had your fall, dear? <laughs> no, no, don't hit me, don't hit me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a frame? <laughs> Ow. Ow. Oh, a special birthday slap. <laughs> Round the cheeks. <sighs> but in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity. More news and review. More old and new. So until that bilious... Bulbous. <clears throat> bulbous. <laughs> Bonking. Bonking. <laughs> Barrage of beatitudes come billowing down upon us. This is me, Crumbly, saying... Many happy returns to me. Yes, happy birthday, you. Mm. Yes, happy birthday. Goodbye, buddy. Happy birthday to you. Bubble bastard! Bubble You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 191, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, the birthday boy, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Next time, Lost in Space and Capaldi. Deadly facts about water. Oh, yeah. Fact! Water can be chemically synthesised by burning rocket fuel. Fact! Water is one of the primary ingredients in herbicides and pesticides. Fact! Overconsumption can cause excessive sweating, urination and even death. Fact! Water is the leading cause of drowning. Fact! 100% of all serial killers, rapists and drug dealers have admitted to drinking water. Fact! 100% of all people exposed, exposed to water will die. God. <laughs> Actually, I could do with a glass of water. <coughs> I'm really sorry about this. Is that the confetti down your throat? No, no. <laughs> Must be that lethal water you're drinking. It is that lethal water. <laughs> <coughs> Come in. Is that death I hear? It is. <laughs> Actually, I think whoever's going to read this one, I'll go into the kitchen because I don't think I'm going to make it through that coughing all over you. Oh, okay. Don't be going near that water. Mm, is that lethal water? She's got <clears throat> screaming bubbos. Mm, bubbos. Bubbos. Boobos. <laughs> <laughs> And close the door. <laughs> we can still hear you. Seal her in. Plague victim. Seal her up. Seal up the door and put the right cross on. Mm. We're not falling for it, Gene. You just don't want to read the fever. Yeah. What's that saying? It date sexy Filipino women. Pardon? What? <laughs> what website have you got on there? It's just this banner ad up here. Oh, no, it's changed to Google uh, UK AdWords now. Yeah, likely story. It's specific <laughs> to the person holding the tablet. Yeah. <laughs>
So I just saw that up there. I was about, you know, so I was about to read one of the headlines. That's so we are, are you trying you. to say I should have Stena Stairlifts or not? <laughs> no, it should be mine, that should, uh, <clears throat> Or just home help, I mean. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they'll clean mm, that up. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too late. Right, listen. I did not have a fall. I fell over. <laughs> he had a fall. Honest, yeah. guys, he had a fall. <laughs> what a fall. Just clear the air. Get that out. Yes. I'm, I'm sure it'll still be brought up. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You decided to save the shopping. Got on the back of the knuckles. I didn't get a chance to turn it around. Where was it you fell over? Um, Literally just outside Tesco's. You know where the bus mm. stop is? Yeah. Oh, was there just, people there? No. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's a shopping YouTube already. It was, <laughs> it, it was on sun, it was Sunday, the remnants of uh, Hurricane Bertha, so only the fools and idiots would have been out during the pouring rain oh, and the 40-mile-an-hour oh, winds. The, the visuals just get better and better. <laughs> <laughs> Couched with rain. <laughs> Did it blow you the other way? You're walking up the road against the wind. You old bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Big puddle. Waste <laughs> <laughs> yeah. paper basket getting blown along. Bus goes past, mm. big puddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You lean forward and it's going to the. This is going to hurt. Splat. <laughs> Little doll comes up, cocks its leg. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Adam. I just want you to know that. I love you deeply and personally. And if anything like this happens to you, I'm going to laugh long and hard. Good, good. <laughs> I just say I'm trying to distract from Andy's 50th. That's all. I'm doing. Oh, oh okay. don't worry about you know, it. You, you, you've been basking in the glory far too long, and I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'll your, be there soon. It's your turn in a couple of months. Huh? My skateboard uh, discs. Oh, good! Someone's wrote one. <laughs> Goodness me! You're next. Oh, I'm too busy. I You're listen- next. Oh no, I'm too far too busy. I listened mm. to Keith and then realised that's not how to do it. <laughs> no, no, no. Keith is the one you learn from. Cake. Oh, yeah. Cake. 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 5,500. Oh. One, two, three. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Squash tomatoes and stew. Bread and butter in the gutter. Happy birthday to you. Poppers, Happy poppers. birthday, head of Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Oh, my giddy aunt. These, these, these are monster poppers. Oh. <laughs> 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 Your poor neighbours. <laughs> But you can buy ice cream, and that's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Do you know what's really, really upsetting is, from a female point of view, you can't get silly sort of like night shirts. Mm. You can't get silly socks. They don't do ladies' 
knickers no, with cartoon characters on all the rest of it. Tom Baker basically knickers. Yeah. No. And sometimes you sort of, you go around and there's the, there's the men's boxers and they got Snoopy or something on it. Is it? Oh, I can't. Yeah. There's no fun in ladies' underwear. <laughs> well, there is fun in ladies' underwear, but not that kind of fun in ladies' underwear. <laughs>